The muzzle of the rifle shook in my hands. The dirt clung to my uniform and threatened to interfere with my aim as dust blurred my vision. I was definitely not in my usual element. A long, long, long time ago, in a land that now seems far, far away, I experienced the view from a foxhole. It's like a completely different woman was in that foxhole than the one recording this podcast episode. Yet, a dream of escaping my roots had me looking at options. I had three choices. One, stay where I was. Two, take a promotion and move. Three, join the military. Now, I was 17. Remembering my 17-year-old thoughts is a bit tricky a couple decades or so later, but I do recall being restless. And I recall I didn't fit in. I was uncomfortable. So I knew that staying put wouldn't solve the restlessness. The dangling carrot of the promotion was really, did I want to manage a fast food restaurant a couple hours away from my hometown? While it was a compliment to my leadership skills that were cold as I learned the entry-level skills of flipping burgers, burning my hands on the vat of French fry grease, and being the chief biscuit maker, which meant a lot of 3.30 a.m. wake-ups, that promotion didn't feel right. Instead of asking myself, do you want to take a promotion? I asked myself a different question. Do you want to smell like French fries for the rest of your life, Jen? (laughs) Enlisting sounded adventurous. And of course, it meant escape. How about you? Are you looking at your options? Is your marriage on the brink of divorce? Are you planning to stay where you are and deal with the discomfort and dis-ease and frustration you may be experiencing? Or would you like to take a promotion and move on? I am talking about a promotion from the dissatisfaction to being satisfied and excited in your marriage and in your blended family. I'm not asking you to enlist or become a commissioned officer, although I suppose you could do that. That would bring additional challenges to your blended family, all doable, of course. Hello out there. Shout out to my military friends. However, you may be looking to join in to a new way of thinking and a new way of being where you're not stuck. You can move from stuck to unstuck. You can move from a place in your blended family where you're struggling and and you just don't feel that connection in your blend and you're longing for the family that you thought that you were going to have, but it just hasn't come into fruition yet. I want to encourage you that there is a way to move from where you are to where you long to be. And that takes us to today's episode, episode number 63 of Step Family Mission Possible. We are so excited that you are here. And although it's a me as a part of the we today, as Bill is taking the day off while we're recording this episode, I want to encourage you with this message. Your mission is critical. Your family needs you and your spouse to partner up to create your step family mission possible. All right. Are you ready? Let's go ahead and get started. You're listening to Step Family Mission Possible, a podcast for step families with a focus on step family couples building their legacy together. 
The majority of remarriages fail. Don't let yours be one of them. Blending families is hard. Your hosts, Bill and Jen Rogers, make it easier. It's time to turn step-family chaos into step-family mission possible. Together, we'll obliterate the notion that step-families are destined to fail so you can stop feeling that pit in your stomach on transition day and start celebrating all the reasons why you are in exactly the right family, right now. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to learn how to overcome step-family roadblocks and setbacks. Together, with special guests, stories, and events, Bill and Jen will show you how to communicate effectively, create value-based boundaries, and be on your way to living your step-family legacy without all the stress and chaos. Blending is hard. Let's make it easier together. Hey there, everybody. Jen Rogers. Welcome to Step Family Mission Possible. We are so pleased that you're here to join us today. We know blending is hard, so let's make it easier together. Bill and I have been at this gig a little more than eight years. I guess officially married eight years, coming this August 2022. We have learned at least one new thing each year in our blending adventure. And I'll tell you, in the first couple of years, we learned a lot of things that blew us out of the water. Our mission is to help you with your mission. Your mission, should you choose to accept it today, is to listen in to today's episode so you can learn four strategies that work for you to create the future you crave. Listen, you are a parent a wife, a husband of influence. You have influence in your blend. You may not fully understand how to wield that influence, but you do have influence in your blend. At Step Family Mission Possible, Bill and I know that blending is hard, and we are on a mission to make things easier for you, your spouse, and your family. It all starts with you. If you enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to tell somebody. And We'd also love if you subscribed so you get the weekly download automatically. Are you ready to make it easier? It starts with one small decision stacked with another small decision. It's helpful when you get feedback on those decisions where you evaluate what's working and what's not working. All too often, we expect things to happen immediately. And yet, we know that blending does take time, creating a family takes time. Oftentimes, We think, oh, it's so crazy in our blend. Yet, there are times that I ask myself the question, is this a blended family issue or is this just a family issue? Because it's very easy to point blame at the blended family issue instead of recognizing that, hey, we're actually creating a future here. We want to be visionary. We want to be good stewards of our parenting responsibilities. We actually want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So that's what today's episode is all about. How do you get to well done? What kind of strategies do you need that actually work for your mission leading your blended family? We've got four of them for you today in episode number 63. Much of this information is taken from Matt Perman's book, How to Get Unstuck, Breaking Free from Barriers to Your Productivity. I would say that this is breaking free from your barriers to blending beautifully together. Are you ready? All right, let's get started. P.S. If you're vacuuming, doing the laundry, maybe taking the dogs for a walk, it's all good. Don't worry. Everything that you need will be in the show notes. You can get those later. Enjoy the time of listening and asking yourself some questions along the way. You know, when we start something new, it can be scary. 
oftentimes we think we need to throw out the baby with the bathwater. That's not the case in today's episode. We do acknowledge there are times you may feel like you're up the proverbial creek without a paddle. However, just because you're willing to evaluate certain things that you may want to change does not mean you let go of things that are working for you. I encourage you to take a moment and think about those things that are going well in your blend. There's at least one thing that is working well. And if that's that the two of you are still together, we're going to roll with that. We do pray you are experiencing plenty of joy in your blend. For those times that you're not, hey, that's what we're here for. All right, let's go ahead and get started. How to get unstuck, breaking down blended family barriers. Strategies that work for your mission. One, protect your marriage. Two, protect your energy levels. Three, fight distractions. Four, do fun things together without screens, TVs, computers, kiddos. Invest time in your marriage by doing fun things together. Did you know that couples who are overly anxious or chronically anxious don't necessarily make good decisions? Want more evidence of this? Check out episode 55, Miggy is a Gift. How your amygdala tells you this moment matters. In blended families, you have a lot of moments that matter. And you can wig out on some of those moments because they're scary. They're unknown. We haven't faced these before. And even though we thought we would be successful in our blend, we didn't really understand the nature, the nuances, the challenges of blending families together. And that's why we're here. Because we want to kick those obstacles to the curb. Or we want to go through them, over them, around them, whatever makes sense for you in your blend, because we're all different. You are uniquely you, your spouse is uniquely your spouse, and together you have this uniquely beautiful marriage where you have this uniquely cool stewardship responsibility to lead your kids in the direction that God is calling you to take them. It all starts with a vision. More about that in episode number 61. First strategy. Protect your marriage. Put your marriage on your schedule. If you've been listening to Step Family Mission Possible, you know that we are planners, planners, planners. That doesn't mean that we don't have time for fun. In fact, we actually plan our fun to ensure that we will have fun. So we put our marriage on our schedule. Here's what it looks like for us. We know when date night is and we honor date night. Do you have a date night? Would you like to have a date night? Who's in control to decide when you have a date night? It takes two to tango, which leads us on to another way to protect your marriage. Sex. Sex is important. Intimacy, physical touch, beautiful language, communication, sharing the I love you's are important. Okay, so the first strategy that works for your mission is protecting your marriage. Put your marriage on your schedule. It's a great model. For your children to see that you two are taking time out for one another. So you can have more time for them later. Two, protect your energy levels. This covers several different areas. One of them is your physical fitness. Being physically fit gives you more energy. Another one is your mental capacity to think. Now, not that long ago, my husband and I were having a conversation where just 
telling you straight up, he actually rolled his eyes at me and said something. I don't even recall what he said. I just remember how I felt when he said it, when I was talking about decision fatigue. Oh, so many decisions. And he basically came off and said, that's not real. That's kind of a made up thing. He didn't understand what I was saying. So while I was labeling something decision fatigue, what I was attempting to express is I was tired of being asked question after question after question. I don't know how many decisions we make in a day. I know there's science on that. I'm going to look that up. How many decisions we make in a day. But it can be exhausting from simple things like, do I need to put the dogs outside? Do they have enough water? Have I taken them for a W-A-L-K? They're in the room, so I can't really say that word out loud, or you will hear the dogs on this podcast episode as well. Did I do the laundry? How many times did I do the laundry? How many times did I do the same load over and over again? What's for dinner? Do we have groceries in the refrigerator? Does the house need to be vacuumed? When am I going to record the podcast? When am I going to meet with my friends? When am I going to follow up and do deep thinking work so I can focus on this call that God has placed on my life? How am I ministering to my kids? Do they need a car? Does a car need gas? Do they have the credit cards so that they can stop and get gas? This is what I'm talking about, decision fatigue. So guys, if you're out there wondering what decision fatigue is, this is what the women mean, that there are so many things. And we know that men and women think differently. We've talked about this often. You read about this. Yes, we do think differently. While you may be focused on one specific area as a deep thinker, typically women are focused on a bunch of different areas. We have an opportunity to practice focused, deep work so that we can move forward with what it is that we have to do. We've talked about physical fitness and we've talked about mental capacity and how decision fatigue impacts our mental capacity. We also have emotional capacity in relation to our energy levels. If you were to think about a time that challenged you emotionally the most, perhaps it's your divorce, perhaps you've lost a child, perhaps you've lost a parent, perhaps you've been fired from your job. These are emotional situations where our emotions may be working overtime. And while it's for a season, the emotional capacity that we have changes with the things that are going on in our life. This is where we often talk about identifying things that trigger us so we can grab those emotions and prevent them from being the runaway freight train. Okay, so now we've got two things. We've talked about protecting your marriage as a strategy that works for your mission. Then we've talked about protecting your energy levels. We related those to physical fitness mental capacity and emotional capacity. The other thing to consider in relation to your energy level is when do you perform best? So when is it that you can give your all to that thing that's important to you at that particular time? Think about when you are protecting your marriage by going out on a date night with enough energy left over from that day so you can lavish your attention on your mate and your marriage. Okay, so we've got protect your marriage, protect your energy levels. The next one is fight distractions. We do live in a distracted world. The cell phone buzzes, we turn and we look. What, what is that? The doorbell rings, we go answer the door. Someone calls our name out in a public place, we turn and look, even though we don't know who they are and they were not calling us. There are lots of distractions and we can name many of them. 
in the reading that Bill and I have done in relation to Matt Perman's How to Get Unstuck and several other books that we've been reading about productivity and how to grow your church and how to grow your family, all of this. How do you take, how do you identify what's important to you? So you know what your calling is, what your purpose is, what your mission is, and you do things that align with your mission. When you're finding distractions, it's important that in order to have effective communication, you are focused on that person you are communicating with, eyeball to eyeball with your spouse. Avoid technology. If you're checking your phone while you're communicating with your spouse, your attention is divided. It is not focused. And then prayer time. Well, we may not identify prayer time as eyeball to eyeball with God. It is like that. When our when we are praying, focus is important. God doesn't actually need you to call him on your cell phone. You can talk to him basically wherever you are. Okay, so we've talked about protecting your marriage, protecting your energy level, and then fighting distractions. Before we move on to the fourth and final area, I'm curious, how would you define your level of commitment to your marriage on a scale of one to 10? I love these scales. One is low, 10 is high. So on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to protecting your marriage? One low, 10 high. How committed are you to protecting your energy levels so you have enough energy left over for the area that you choose to focus on in that given time? One low, 10 high. If you don't put it in your schedule, it's not going to happen. If you don't prioritize it, it won't come to fruition. Three, fighting distractions. This is the most challenging thing, especially when you have little ones, because when they're pulling on your shirt or or your skirt (laughs) in your home, they do need your attention. That does go back to seasons in life. We all are in seasons. So if you are a mama chasing a bunch of littles, God bless you. No kidding. Talk about wondering how do you fight these distractions and how do you protect your energy levels so you can protect your marriage? That is a season where it does take significant intentionality. And that's where you work with your family, friends, neighbors, where you can have them come and give you that time so you can take time out for yourself. We cannot give what we do not have. So if we don't have the energy level to give to our family, then they're not going to get it. And when that goes on for an extended period of time, that's where we create all of these disconnects. All right. How's your mission going so far? We've covered three strategies that work for your unique mission, for your unique marriage, for your unique step family. One, protect your marriage. Two, protect your energy levels. Three, fight distractions. And we've ranked them on a scale from one to 10. Is there an area that you'd like to focus on? I encourage you to pray about that and take steps in your schedule to plan for honing in on those areas so you can successfully achieve your step family mission possible. All right, number four, this is the best one. Number four, do fun things together. Oh, I don't have time. We're too busy. No, you're not. You can do this. I've looked around at some kind of fun things that you can do together. My husband and I enjoy cooking in the kitchen. And actually, he's been cooking more than I have been lately. And I've been loving it. Men, that's a good one. Cook for your woman. Other things you can do. Go ice skating. Leave your mark using some sort of special monogram. Perhaps you could 
design your own monogram utilizing blends of your initials or blends of all your kids or something like that. Write each other a love poem. Watch the sunset or the sunrise together. Are you into horses? You could go horseback riding on a beach. That would be amazing. You could take a road trip or you could do something as simple as compiling a musical playlist that you both enjoy together. One of the things on my list is a hot air balloon ride. That really comes from my daughter. She's wanted that for a while and it's kind of growing on me. So I think doing a hot air balloon ride, that would be fun. You could go camping. Now, my husband knows camping for me is at a Hilton, but for those of you who love nature and sleeping on the ground, you could go camping together. You could recreate your first date. You could have breakfast in bed. You could make it a tech-free day. Oh, that would be amazing. Hide those phones, put them away. Don't touch technology. You get the idea. The idea is to have fun together. We do a lot of mundane tasks that are necessary. I would consider laundry and dishes to be a couple of those tasks. When we break down the time that we have week by week, there's 168 hours in a week. So we can say that if we're going to sleep for eight of those, so that's 56 hours in the week that we're sleeping, 56 hours. So 168 less the 56 hours that we're sleeping, nuzzling with our love of our life, that gives us 112 hours. Well, we know that we are working. So we're going to go with the 40 hours a week that we're working. That basically leaves us with 72 hours. So if you're not big into math, no worries, 72 hours. And if you're working more than 40 hours a week, I mean, I'm even going to say, okay, let's just say you've got about 40 hours to play with. What can you do to live out your step family mission possible in that time each week? I'm going to leave you on this note, the strategies that work to protect your mission or your blend, protect your marriage, protect your energy levels, fight distractions, and do fun things together. Hey, I pray that this episode has been encouraging to you and has given you a little bit of a paradigm shift on how you can envision your step family life. Look, life is too important. God has given you this gift, and I pray that you have fun, you are a good steward, and that you have an amazing marriage. If you'd like some help blending beautifully together, we are all over that. Bill and I are for you, and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at hello at stepfamilypodcast.com and let us know what your mission is. All right, y'all, that'll do it for now. Until next time, God bless you.